Welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. It's your host, Helen Edwards and... January Liddell. Aloha. Today, we're going to be talking about 10 tips uh, that you can start investing now into your entrepreneurial journey. And we have a lot to cover. But before we do, if you have not heard of us or if you are uh, following our our journey, uh, remember to subscribe, like, and share if this podcast has touched you in any way or given you some great insights. All right, January, let's get started. Awesome. All right. Aloha, everyone. Um, Those of you who are live on Facebook, thank you so much for watching us. Um, And those of you that are listening on YouTube, Spotify, all our platforms, thank you so much. Uh, Take out your pen and your paper or your iPhone or your Android and put these in your notes. Number one, invest in personal development and continuously learn. Number two, set office hours and boundaries. Number three, professional tools, such as portraits, digital business cards, laptops, different types of tools that you'll need for your business. Number four, systems in place. Number five, hire a business coach. Number six, set up your LLC or your business name. Number seven, set up a website or Facebook business page. Number eight, invest in marketing course or hire a marketing freelancer. Number nine, attend networking events, both in person and online. Sometimes it requires a small investment. And number 10, invest in your products or services and enhance them over time. Now, if you didn't catch all 10, don't worry about it. We're actually gonna go right through them and dig deeper. All right, number one, Invest in personal development and continuously learn. Helen, I'm going to say that uh, that particular tip has helped me throughout my entrepreneurial journey um, because we really do need to to up level or level up our skills and our mindset. I feel like our mindset and our main mind frame is really where things are at both with business and uh, professional, but we're talking about entrepreneurial here. Uh, When you are in business, when we are in business, a lot of things can go in our minds and we can feel insecure. We can feel like we're, there's a word, that word is, it's like a poser. Imposter syndrome. There you go. Imposter syndrome. Some of us can feel the imposter syndrome. Some of us can feel like, oh, we're not worthy enough or all these different words and thoughts come into play. So it's vital to invest in personal development. Uh, that means reading, that means listening to podcasts, that means, um, that means you know, watching like a video on YouTube. There's so many different ways to invest uh, in personal development. What are your thoughts, Helen? When I first started my journey into the entrepreneurial world, I had no idea what or where to begin. In fact, I didn't even know how to spell entrepreneur. (laughs) I didn't even know what entrepreneur really meant. And 
I remember just thinking, I hate working for other people. I hate being told to do. I'm a natural rebel. You know, if you're a natural rebel out there, you're going to be somebody who wants out of the box, who doesn't feel like you fit in the box or feels like you've outgrown the box. And you're searching and seeking for something to call your own that you can make money on and you can be happy with it. That's where I was in 2008. I started public speaking. Never even thought about turning it into a business because I didn't know anything about business and I didn't feel qualified at that time to learn about business. I thought in order to know business, you had to go to college. And that just was something that I didn't feel I was ready for. Because of that, I started doing a lot of business activities and not turning myself into a business. So from 2008 to 2000, I'm sorry, 2008 to 2017, I was practicing business, creating services, creating products, creating all these, you know, endeavors and wasn't writing them off because I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know I can call it my own. I didn't know I can turn it into something bigger. And when I decided to, like you were talking about January, uh, when I decided to, the reason why I decided to was because I started learning about personal development. I started a, a friend of mine, Jessica, she started taking me to seminars and workshops with her and she'd always pay. And I think she paid because she just didn't want to go alone. And she knew I was available. And I was a yes girl. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. And what's crazy is that investment that she made in me and herself, we both have thrived tremendously from those workshops and those seminars. And because of that, now I run a business since 2017. And I'm, I'm sure that all the things and lessons that you've learned from that seminar, you carry into your business today. Is that correct? It's continuous. Like you mentioned, continuously learning. Uh, I could learn something back in 2017 and then hear it over and over and over in each year. It's, it means something different because it, when you start your business and you're growing your business, there's different uh, chapters and, le and levels that your business is on. And the same information you learned, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, one year ago, is going to mean something completely different, or it's going to evolve the following years. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because that book, Think and Grow Rich, meant something completely different for me then than it is now. And one thing that I do want to share is that uh, investing in personal development not only helps and I believe I mentioned already, but it not only helps in our professional life, but it also helps with like interpersonal relationships with our friends, with our family, with our spouses, you know, with our children. So yeah, so number one, invest in personal development. I can't speak highly enough about that. That's probably number one in business because we, as an entrepreneur, you're by yourself. You're by yourself. Sometimes it can be kind of lonely you know, and you're on this journey and it's just you, yourself and I for some of the cases, right? Because during, during your business hours, you're by yourself, at least for me in my business, I'm by myself and I need that personal development to really push me through the days when I do feel a little insecure about certain things. So 
Yes, number one, invest in personal development. Number two, set office hours and boundaries. I know we're going a little bit ahead of the tips, you know, because there are certain things that you should do prior to becoming an entrepreneur, right? But setting office hours and boundaries are vital because as an entrepreneur, I work from home and it could be the whole entire day that I can work and not give myself a break. And I have done that, in fact. I have gone from like 4 a.m. to 7, 8 p.m. Sometimes I'm still working in the middle of the night, you know, just thinking about my business because my business is my baby. So we have to set office hours for ourselves. One, respect your time. Okay, so respect your time. Uh, we seldom, and I seldom, not put myself on my calendar, but I knew I need to put myself on the calendar because I need to take care of myself. If I'm not taking care of myself, then my business and my family life will decline. It, it's not going to be a good outcome if I'm not giving myself that special time just for myself to recharge. So setting office hours are vital. Um, and though those office hours are in essence boundaries as well, because I have I have some clients that like to call later or like during holidays. And for me, I'm such a, like, I want to help type of person. Um, and when I like, and helping is great because that is the foundation for a lot of entrepreneurs is we love to help others. While that is great, setting those boundaries are vital because when your time is disrupted during holiday hours, during, you know, birthdays, anniversary, things that you're doing with your family or just for yourself and clients um, try to sneak their way in, uh, then we may not give the client our best at that moment because we are, our attention is divided. So when I say set office hours, I mean, okay, so from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or however, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You can set those hours and it doesn't have to be eight to five. It could be eight to 12 and then maybe like four to eight, whatever, you know? So beauty of entrepreneurship is that you can create your own hours. But the main thing is to set your office hours and set those boundaries. Think about what those boundaries are and what that means for you. Number three. Oh, I'm sorry, Helen, what are your thoughts on boundaries? <laughs> no, I, I agree with everything you said when I first started out. I was exactly like you. I mean, just completely available, overgiving, oversharing. And one thing with a lot of solopreneurs or entrepreneurs in general is we tend to uh, have FOMO. We have this fear of missing out that if we don't answer our client's call, we missed out on our client. Uh, if we don't get back to somebody, we missed out on an opportunity. And that stems from a limited belief system. It stems from lack, uh, from slack. <laughs> it stems from, you know, this, this, this weird yuckiness inside of us that we're going to miss out on something. And it's not a good feeling. And when I started to realize that everything's going to be there when it's there. It's going to be there. I can go enjoy my life. I can go travel. I can spend time with my friends and family. And when I come back, they're going to be there. Clients are going to be there. There's When you start jumping on the manifestation train, 
you know, that FOMO starts going away. And when that FOMO starts going away, it gets easier to set those boundaries in those times. In fact, the first time that I learned that I could set a schedule for myself was when I uh, signed up for the Google business and on Google, you've got to put your business hours. And I thought, oh, well, this is new for me because I was always available. And it really helped me because I mean, I switched that schedule around so many times. I was like, actually, did it actually did it? You know, I was like, wait, I don't want to be available five days a week. Wait, I don't want to be available three days a week. Wait, maybe I only want to be available only two days a week. You know, so I switched it around according to how I wanted to be available. And just because you set schedules and boundaries doesn't mean there's not going to be an abundance of clients coming to you because it's, you are your business and you've got to, you you know, take care of your well-being. And that's why it is like January was saying, really important to set schedules and boundaries. So we can go to number three, right? Yes. Yeah, so let's go number three. Number three, professional tools such as portraits, digital business cards, laptop, et cetera. So I'm going to share. I joined this Facebook group, Women's Helping, Women Helping Entrepreneurial Women. And Helen's picture caught my attention. And I loved her picture because it was so bold. It was so powerful. It was so unique. And I loved it. And that's what drew me to her. Uh, until this day, we actually have not met each other in person. We have not seen each other in person. However, she's one of my besties because we talk all the time <laughs> and we love each other. I mean, and it's so funny. We've become friends because of that picture. So professional tools are vital. So I highly suggest that you invest in professional portraits, in your digital business cards. I have uh, what's called a popple. Um, there's so many different ones out there. And a popple is, and by the way, I'm not getting any residuals from this, but a popple is like a sticker or like something that you put on your phone. Um, I actually don't do that. I just actually have the QR code on my phone. That QR code is attached to my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and my website, JanuaryLiddell.com. Just wanted to share. Um, and so as soon as I meet a person, I, I take out that QR code and I give it to the person and they just scan it with their phone and all of my contact information is uh is uploaded to their to their phone so um it's nice because it's simple it's easy uh, i think i paid like 20 dollars for it so it's really it's very inexpensive a laptop those are these are all professional tools that for my business and i think for most of us now in the digital world will need we will need that laptop um, what I'd like to say too, is you, you got to pay to play, pay to play. You got to have skin in the game. There are certain things that you're going to have to invest tens of thousands, 5,000, 2,000, you know, all these dollars that you have to invest. But the beauty of that is that it's a tax write-off. So as a 1099, and that's what, that's what we are as entrepreneurs or 1099, we're now able to deduct certain things like our portraits and our digital business cards and our laptops, uh, things like that, or like services that we, you know, like a coach, if we hire a coach, right? So professional tools, they're, they're vital, they're important. Uh, they're what makes our, our business run smoothly. Yeah. I think, I think that one of the things when I first started into starting my own business 
was I would hear a lot of, uh, you could do this for free, no money down, no money needed. You know, you don't, it doesn't take money to start a business. And I, I, you know, it caught my attention because I was somebody who was kind of broke, but I wanted a business. So I was like, how do I start with no money? I think that is one of the most misleading sayings or statements out there is that it doesn't take anything to start a business. It does take something. It You do pay to play. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care if nobody even dropped any money to start their business. You invested something. You invested yourself, your time, you know, and that could have cost you. That could have cost you time with other people that you could have been hanging out with your kids, your spouse, your friends, your parents. It costs to jump in a new direction that's going to, you know, build wealth. And when you have a business, that's what separates it from a hobby is that you're in it to make profits. And when you're in it to make profits, you invest money to get money. So like January was saying, uh, one of the first things I bought was a laptop off Craigslist. (laughs) It was used, but I was like, I have $200. I got to get something. I got to figure this out. So I invested in a $200 laptop that went hot and blew up you know, within six months, but I did it. And I, I was just like, Oh, there it is. All right. So if I bought it with 200, I could probably do it again. This time I saved up and got a really nice one, brand new. And it was mine. And it was amazing. It was only $300. (laughs) It was a Chrome, you know, now, now where I'm at, I've got two laptops, a Chrome, a desktop, an Apple Mac. Like I'm about that life. I'm about that digital life, but January is right pay to play or invest to get that return on investment. And it's all about that mindset shift. You know, once you step into the door of becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a businesswoman, businessman, boss, babe, whatever you want to call it, you're no longer coming from that broke mindset. You're coming from that, you know, money mindset, success mindset, millionaire mindset. You are brand new. You've got to, you've got to shift that mindset and start playing with the big dogs. Okay. Well, I love that you said that because yes, you got to shift to play with the big dogs, but in order to play with the big dogs, that does mean investing. And I'm going to say, I spent tens of thousands of dollars into investing in myself, into investing in my business. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be times where it's a flop. It's a flop. You pay all this money and it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't get my return of investment. At least that's what you think. However, that, that time that you were in that investment, whatever that you invested in, you were actually growing. It may not seem like you're growing, but you're actually, it, it's actually creating something in you that's a change. So not all is a flop. Okay. So, but you do have to have skin in the game. Got to have skin in the game. All right. Number four, what's number four? Oh, systems in place. Okay, so the reason why I put systems in place, I love systems in place because they're habits that we're going to be creating as an entrepreneur. And when you have systems in place, your business is much more efficient. So I'm still kind of figuring that figuring that out. I've had a system. It was working. However, I feel like it can be much better. 
right? There's this saying, insanity is doing things over and over again and expecting a different result. And while I like the result that I had, I still want to level up. And so in order for me to level up, I'm looking into a different type of system that looks much more strategic and much more um, efficient for what I need to do and what and where I want my business to go. So having a system in place is vital. So you have to find that out for yourself, you know, which one would work best for you. Uh, for me, the system that I have in place, I have this tool that is all in one and I love it because all of my leads are in this one tool. I love that I can have a Zoom appointment in this tool and it's integrated with my Zoom and with my calendar. That to me is not as a nice system because it's all in one. I don't have to go like click on back and forth. So I do love this all in one because it's time saving for me. What systems do you have in place, Helen? I have quite a few, <laughs> but really what I want to offer uh, as far as a tip with this one systems in place, because when you are beginning starting your entrepreneur journey, beginner at starting a business and you don't have a clue as of what a system is, how to get a system, what system will work for you. And you look it up and then you find out there's tons and tons of information. It's like information overload for systems out there. And everybody's promising you the system that's going to work. Everybody's got the answer. Everybody's saying, oh, my system's going to make you six figures in one month. Look, going back to number three, play to, uh, pay to play, you're going to do some investing in these systems. Now, if you are not at that point to invest in the system, you can DIY, do it yourself, watch YouTube videos, find a system that works for you. Uh, simple things, create an Excel spreadsheet, create a Word doc, start creating files, start creating. These are, these are the simple systems before getting to the big ones. Because when you get to the big ones, uh, they're going to ask you for data about your business. And when you already have the beginning steps set up, like your Excel spreadsheet, your Word docs, you know, descriptions about what your business is, your model, what, who you help, your clientele, all of the answers already written out. And for me, I have a marketing folder. So I have all my marketing photos. So in case I hire anybody to help me with marketing, uh, they need access to anything. Boom, share, boom, share. I can share all these things without having to go back and do it all over again, each and every time through the years. So these are the beginning steps that you can do to set up before you get to maybe investing a couple thousand dollars into a lead generation, automation, email marketing, things like this, but actually email marketing, definitely start with email marketing. Uh, I can't tell you enough how many business people out there say over and over and over again, that your email marketing list is going to be the list that you want to start as soon as possible. And that is so true. So I'll give you that one. <laughs> Number, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, I do want to say for Helen, I love her folders because I have access to her, her um, Google and it's so organized. I love how organized you are and that everything is in folders. So it just makes it more proficient. And you're right. You know, when our web designer comes in and, and creates our website, it's like, it's all there. She doesn't have to look. So great job for your systems. I love it. All right. Number five. Uh, I mean, number five. Yeah. Hire a business coach. Uh, this is key. 
So this is key because you only know what you know, right? You only know what you know. So it's very humbling to open that up, open up your world to a coach that is actually trained to teach you. And, and this, you have to be coachable though. So that's number one, be coachable. We don't know everything. Um, we may think we do, but guess what? There's so many things that are evolving as we, you know, as we go through the years, things are evolving. So it's really vital to hire a coach to help us with our business or a mentor. It's great to have a mentor because then at least you have somebody to lean on, somebody to keep you accountable for the goals that you want to achieve in your business. Yes, actually, I like to share this with everybody all the time because my coach was my sister, Kathy. My sister, Kathy, retired at 35. I mean, mind blown, okay? And she retired because she started investing, her and her husband started investing in real estate and started investing into companies and businesses and then sold them. And then, you know, she just was so smart. And I thought, okay, I need to follow what she's doing. So she started just teaching me different things that I could do with my business, different um, strategies I can do. And I felt so blessed because oh, she was my sister and she was kind of just forking me information. But when I started actually following the tools that she was doing and getting out of my own way, then I started seeing results. And then I was able to help others. So I'm also like a confidence and business coach and I help beginner uh, people in their businesses. And I've had clients just go from A to Z working with me or, you know, just, just talking to me about their stress in it. And I've been able to help my clients move past that because I've been there and I've got somebody who I work with that she's been there. And it, it's just, if you have a team of people to talk to when it gets challenging, it's so important because, you know, going back to that one saying, uh, the five closest people in your circle are the ones that are going to make you or break you. And that couldn't be more true. I mean, January, you're part of my circle and we're making it. Okay. We're making it. <laughs> I agree. I high five to you. Yeah. I, because so Helen actually also coached me through a portion of my business and I loved having her there because she did keep me accountable. She did ask me some questions. I was like, well, that's a great idea. Like, I didn't even think uh, of implementing something like a Zoffy. I've never heard of a Zoffy before, but that Zoom and coffee. Um, I love that idea. So, so yes, hire a, me a mentor, a, a coach. I do want to give a shout out to Danny Sinkson. I hope he watches this. Um, he's one of my mentors. And what I love about Danny is that he is truly authentic. He's an authentic person. He will say it like it is, you know, and I appreciate that about him. I don't want anybody to just give me or spoon feed me what I want to hear, but I actually want to hear like positive criticism. I want to hear feedback. And, you know, with Danny, I've learned so much from him already. Um, and I, I, I really want to get to where he's at, you know, he, he's, uh, obviously he's the CEO of our company and he's, he's amazing at what he does. So yeah. So find that mentor, the top five is vital because that top five can either put you down or elevate you. Right. So obviously for entrepreneurs, we all want to be elevated. All right. Number seven, six, number six, 
set up your LLC or business name. Yes, this is probably one of the hardest. Set up your LLC. Or, well, it's it's easy to set up your LLC, but the business name, that is the probably the one thing that you really need to figure out because that is like for life, right? <laughs> so set up your LLC and business name, Helen. Okay, this one was pretty big. This was a big step because this means you are now going to be accountable by the IRS. <laughs> and I remember thinking, how do I do this? So I searched on line in Arizona and I downloaded the papers and printed them off and then started filling it out. Here I go. I wasn't sure with my name, how I was going to come up with a really good business name because I just really couldn't find anything that fit me. And my book, nothing sexier than freedom, uh, actually is what inspired me to do the business name as sexy freedom. So it's actually sexy freedom LLC. And when I started doing the podcast, Sexy Freedom Media podcast, because we do a lot of media, we do a lot of marketing. I thought, okay, how do I change the name? And then I learned you can DBA, which is do business as Sexy Freedom Media. So I went and add that, added Sexy Freedom Media to my LLC. There was a lot of learning to this, but the one thing that I loved is that now it made me government official, <laughs> government official. Now I've got a business name. I can go open a bank account. I can start using my business card towards, you know, going back to pay to play. I can start investing. I could start separating the business in my personal life. And for me, it was such a growing experience. And I can't tell you how many times I thought I was just going to dissolve it. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to dissolve it. And then I just say to myself, hang in there, hang in there. And there was one year I made nothing. I made nothing the full year. And I thought, this is it. The business is going under. It's time to dissolve it. And I just thought, hang in there, hang in there. And the next year I made money and I was like, okay, okay. So the first couple of years of business, it's going to go like this. You know, they say the first uh, three years of starting your business is going to be your hardest. And there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations you go through. But when you believe in your business and you believe in yourself and you are growing, as an individual in your business, like growing as an asset to your business. And when I say that, I mean, you're doing all of the top five things. You're continually learning. You're continually investing. You're continually trying to get better at business. Uh, your business is going to eventually thrive. You just got to really hang in there. Yeah. And it's all about consistency too. And I like that you said, you know, it'll take about three years for it to, to grow. I do like that, that what you said, but back to the setting up the LLC and creating that business name. Oh man. Yeah. That is super vital because that, that does make it official, you know, and because you have to write your, you know, your social, you have to sign it. I mean, so yeah, so definitely create that LLC. Um, there are different corporations, right? There's S corp, there's C corp and just FYI, just kind of a side note. Um, for those of us that are 1099, the beauty of us being 1099 is if we made $100,000 for the year, but we had $30,000 in, you know, things that we invested in our business, such as hiring a coach, such as workshops and personal development, such as uh, those personal or professional tools and all of that. Let's just say we spent $30,000 on all of that. Well, now the IRS sees us as well we're only going to charge you on that 70,000 for taxes. So that's the beauty of being a 1099 is that we do get to deduct 
quite a lot. All right, number seven. All right, number seven. Set up a website or a Facebook business page. I love this because we're actually in the process of just upgrading Sexy Freedom Media. And so I'm super excited uh, for that. But yeah, so for me, when I started and, you know, I was a beginner, obviously, in the finance industry, but I knew that that was something that I had to get done. So I hired a company to create something for me that was attached to a postcard that I sent. That's also another professional tool that I have, right? So my website is JanuaryLiddell.com. It's just a page, honestly. It's just a landing page. But it's a great landing page because it says everything that I need to say. It has my contact information, my phone number on there, and you know how to get in touch with me. There's a little video of me. And I love it because it's it's very simple. It, I don't have funnels in there. Oh, let me take that back. I do. Now a funnel, if you don't know what a funnel is, a funnel is where you put your name, you put your email address in you know, this little box or whatever that they have, uh, uh, some kind of a area on your website and it'll get connected to your email. Um, so it's a way for you to collect all those emails uh, so like what Helen was saying earlier, you know, the, that email marketing is vital. So yeah, you need to constantly drip, right? So creating that website allows you to not only have like a professional looking page that people can go to because nowadays people are always asking, what's your website? So it's vital to have that website uh, to give to them. And when you have that website to give to them, whether it be four pages, five pages, or one page, either way, have a page. And allow uh, allow your your email marketing system to also be attached to that, so you can collect all those emails. Yeah, so that's my tip. No, I really like that, and I like your your landing page. It's really nice. Uh, I like that you have a huge giant video on there. <laughs> Actually, that's when I'm on it on my laptop. It's probably smaller when I'm on my phone. But I like yours. And yeah, I, I'm going to agree with everything you just said. I really don't have nothing to add to that. I think I agree with it 100. Number eight, number eight. Let's, let's move on to number eight. Um, oh, wait, Helen, why don't we share your page? What's your page that we can find you on? Sexy Freedom Media. <laughs> Go on our Facebook page, Sexy Freedom Media, if you want to join our Facebook group, which right now we have a gift exchange going on. Uh, that's going to be sexy, successful, and soul fed, which uh, we'll put, we'll, I'll add a link in the, in the uh, Facebook notes as well. Awesome. So sexyfreedommedia.com and then her page, Sexy Freedom Media on Facebook. And then for yeah. me, um, VIP Finance Builders on Facebook and JanuaryLiddell.com. The .com is coming soon for us. It's actually the one that January is talking about. It's getting built right now. Awesome sauce. All right. Number eight. Invest in a marketing course or hire a marketing freelancer. So I, I love that we're talking about this, Helen, because this is true to life, like what is actually really happening at this very moment. So invest in a marketing course or hire a marketing freelancer. I am actually just about to invest in another one. And the reason why I wanted to invest in this new marketing course is because I've actually seen a friend of mine um, receive a lot of, you know, return on her investment. and because I've seen her generate the business that I want to generate, I looked into this other marketing company and I really like how they, how they, um, how they communicate with me. I like how they 
have different like videos and classes that I can do that are free. And so there are, there's a free plat platform and there's a paid platform. So like Helen was saying earlier, yes, there are free courses. Yes, there are DIY and you'll still get, get value from that. And it's a good starting point to at least get your business up and running. But when you pay to play and you're actually in the marketing course, it's a little bit more high, high level, right? It's high level. You get more coaching, you get more, just more attention, you know, and more individualized uh, help. So definitely invest in a marketing course. Helen, your, what are your thoughts? You know, it's so crazy is when I first began my business, I thought I have no idea what even marketing means. Here's another, these terms were fresh to me. I've heard of marketing, you know, through hearsay, but I didn't know exactly what it was. I didn't know the difference between marketing and advertising. And I didn't even know what a freelancer was. I thought freelancers were all uh, journalists. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and it's interesting how when you start learning the differences in all these things, you realize every business needs some type of marketing structure or advertising structure, or sometimes not really advertising, but, but marketing for sure. And if you are a solopreneur out there and you're doing all your own marketing, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. So it's good as a leader that you start delegating your uh, marketing. And that could mean to a freelancer. It can mean hiring a virtual assistant or assistant. It could mean uh, getting a moderator or an admin to your Facebook group. You know, just some sort of delegation can get a little bit of that marketing off your plate. Because guess what? We don't have to know everything. And sometimes as solopreneurs, to save money, we try to do everything. And that can often hurt us more than help us. So again, going back to pay to play, you know, have fun with it. Be like, yeah, I'm investing this money because I'm a boss, babe. What's up? You know, get excited about it. <laughs> you said something that kind of clicked. And and I don't know if we were talking about this before. We may have it in other podcasts, but delegation. Delegation is key. So it's a part of investing in a market um, market course or a freelancer is delegating and delegating to somebody else will free up your time in order to do other things, right? To focus more on action oriented things. Uh, so like hiring a virtual assistant, you know, so that's a part of investing in, I guess, marketing, it's still investing. You're investing in like a virtual assistant to help you market your, your company. All right. Number nine, uh, attend networking events, both in-person and online, sometimes requires a small investment. So attend networking events. Mm -hmm. I love this because, um, yes, you have to invest in a marketing, I'm sorry, you have to invest your time in networking events. So one of the things that I learned in this marketing course that I'm taking is uh, we have to do one-on-ones. So Thank God, you know, uh, no more, there's still COVID obviously, but we're not in lockdown and things are open up, right? So now really there's no excuse. We can actually do, you can network either on Facebook if you're still not comfortable, you know, going outside of your house um, or you can actually go to, I think they're called BNIs. So there's BNI, there's Meetup, there's, you know, all these like 
events, commerce, e-commerce, right, that you can go to in order to just meet another person and have that one-on-one. It's really vital to meet new people. And so one of the things that they were talking about, they were teaching in that marketing course is to meet, well, they're challenging to meet 100 people. So meet 100 people, you know, in a month. And that means like speaking to 10 different people, making friends, you know, just making friends with new people. It's important. I heard, I once heard that your network is your net worth. So it's vital to continuously network. Oh, I like that a lot. When I first started uh, my public speaking, I, be, this is before I started my business. So 2008, I'm public speaking, right? I'm speaking at these shelters and I'm trying to, you know, feel good about myself. So I'd go to these networking events on meetup.com and I just show up. I had no business cards. And I pushed myself to talk to people and it was really out of my comfort zone. I didn't know how to talk to people. You know, I was a little hood. I was a little crazy. I was, a, you know, oftentimes hungover. <laughs> so, but I'd show up. I mean, I was a hot mess when I first started getting my life together because I was in the mix of trying to get it together, but still set in my old ways and my old habits. And I mean, I remember showing up to some networking events, just just hungover, tired, but I was so uh, focused on changing my life. And I was so determined to, you know, practice what I preach when it came to, if I say I'm going to do it, I do it. Not necessarily changing my partying ways. <laughs> Cause at that time I was like, nah, they're different. <laughs> but when I did go to these networking events, whether hungover or not, I would tell myself, you can do this. Just say something to somebody. Just, you know, just, hi, my name is Helen. Hi, you know, what do you do? And I didn't know how to keep a conversation going at that time. And the reason I didn't know how to keep a conversation going was because I didn't know how to ask questions. I didn't know how to answer questions. And I didn't know how to be myself. I was trying to be this persona of, or image of what I thought a business girl should look like, a businesswoman should look like. And when I started breaking out of old habits, not showing up hungover, showing up fresh and clean, showing up, you know, stepping into the, the good Helen, the good vibrant light, the person who was solid in who she was, what her business was about, things just started flowing more easily. And I'm very proud to say that pushing myself out of my comfort zone and not being ready to do this, but doing it because I, I saw it for myself, no matter if I was ready or not, I went for it and I started meeting people and I went scared and I went ugly, but I still showed up that helped transform and break me out of a lot of those habits and networking events changed my personal life and my business life going forward into where I'm at now. Oh, okay. So just like snaps for you. Okay. Because you showed up anyway, because you were determined, which is one thing I love about you, Helen, is that you were so determined and most entrepreneurs are, if you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, have mompreneur, you are determined. And so you will show up and you will get out of that comfort zone. You, regardless of that fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's okay. So I was just watching a video in this marketing class that I'm taking and his main tip, one of his main, the, the number one trait for entrepreneurs is courage. 
and the courage to just step outside, like what Helen's saying, step outside of your comfort zone. Just do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. You're going to make mistakes. It's okay. You have nothing to lose. We really don't. We have nothing to lose. Just do it anyway. Um, the other thing that I, I love about what you were saying is that when you went to these marketing events, sure, you stumbled, you, you know, whatever, you, you may have not said the right questions or whatever, but it was great practice. It was great practice for you. So when you go to these events, just think of it as I'm just practicing. For me, when I think of it, of it that way, I don't feel as pressured because I'm like, oh, I'm just practicing. You know, it's not really like the main thing. I'm like, I'm just going to go and just try it out. But it's vital. It's vital for you to network and, and really start talking to different people. My husband will tell me uh, because I may, I try to make friends with anybody that I meet. Okay. So I met these wonderful people on a plane. Actually, I met several people on a plane, but these, I'm, I'm talking about this one, this one couple and I met them really enjoyed their company. And anyway, I invited them over to my house to meet my son. And my, my husband was like, what were you thinking? I'm like, no, oh, they're really nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they are very nice. They're from Germany. Um, and I, I just want to say hi to them they're, I hope they're watching, but, um, in any case, it's, it's important to just meet people, you know, be careful though. Okay. Be careful. Cause that probably inviting them to my house is probably not the right thing to do. <laughs> they were nice people. Um, and we're, we still keep in touch. That was like 2008. So we still keep in touch until today. You know, I got to say this about networking events. When I first, the first probably 10 years, that's a long time, 10 years of breaking out of my old habits. And through those 10 years, I remember a few networking events. I was telling myself, do I remember anybody from the last three networking events I went to? And my answer was no. And I was like, where are all their business cards in the trash? And I'm sorry, everybody, if you got business cards, but a lot of people just throw them away. Okay. Uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go get them. They're awesome. But a lot of people are going to throw your business cards away. And I started thinking to myself, like, okay, I'm going to this networking event and I'd go with my friend and I'd say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do something weird. I'm just, and this is how I started getting into my authentic self. Cause I'm really goofy. I'm playful. Uh, uh, many times I can go from goofy to playful to, to real serious real quick. But I remember I was there and I just started saying to people like, I love your shoes. I can I try them on? You know, I just started making random, random things I'd say, because guess what? They're going to remember me. Oh yeah. Out of everybody at that networking event, they're going to remember the girl who dared, who had the audacity to ask if she can try on your shoes and that you said no, because it was weird. And she was weird, but guess what? She's talking, they're talking about you, you know, afterwards they're talking, they're telling your the story, how they met this girl, you years later. You know, so I started thinking you got to break people's patterns in their heads when you meet them, give them something to remember you by, whether it's a joke, whether it's, you know, something very powerful that you say, you know, I, I've become very, very skilled at networking, very skilled. Actually, I taught networking classes when I was doing my workshops down in Phoenix because of how much I've learned and the different patterns and behaviors I've seen from different people by doing different weird shit. So, you know, I just, I want to say that um, networking is actually a lot of fun, but like Jenny said, be careful, be careful out there, but have fun and play nice. 
Number 10, invest in your products or services and enhance them over time. Ooh, all right. So invest in your products. So just like in my business, uh, we constantly have to invest in in my business. Um, we have to take continuing education. Uh, so that's definitely something that enhances uh, my services because then I get to learn, you know, the new new products and I get to learn the new strategies that that is implemented for our business. So definitely invest in your products or services. Um, Helen, what are your thoughts? I think this was like one of the funnest parts for me. I find a lot of it, this investing fun because it all comes back to you and it all helps get the word out and makes uh, your, your business thrive and expand and helps reach others. For my business, we have actual products. You know, we've got the book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. We have uh, Protect the Throne uh, cards. These are affirmation cards that you can pull out and then see like what they say in the back. You know, my throat chakra is open and strong today. Uh, we have apparel, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. This is a sweater. I've got shirts. I've got tank tops. <laughs> yeah, the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast shirt. So I love, oh, I got to show this one though. These are probably my favorite ones. They're so my favorite that I'm not even wearing them. They're earrings. They're my book. It's a book. Earrings. I it's so cute. Earrings. <laughs> yeah, they're so cute. <laughs> but yeah, so investing in your products and I mean, these are Bose headsets. These are quite expensive. I've got a mic. January's got a, a really nice mic. We're investing in products to enhance our business as time goes on, because there's always going to be new tech. There's always going to be new, exciting things around the corner. And that's, that's the enjoyment and the excitement of it all. Yeah, because when you invest in your products, then you're branding yourself, right? And that's something that I don't know if we ever touched on branding. But um, one thing I do love about branding is when you invest in them. So like when Helen, she's got her books, her sweater. In fact, I'm going to buy that sweater um, and her tarot. Well, they're not tarot cards, but affirmation cards. And then, you know, her earrings, like those are awesome because then it's like you're branding, right? And so one thing I learned about branding in just a couple of weeks is that when you brand, it's like really you like it's yes, you should invest in like all these products and things like that. But the branding of yourself, it's like because you've invested in all of these things and because you're showing up and because you're doing all these networking events and, you know, for Helen and I, we're branding ourselves like this. Now we're known as, hey, you're the sexy freedom media ladies, right? So these are this is how we brand ourselves. But it really does uh, everything that we've talked about is aligned with getting out of your comfort zone. And that means, you know, stepping out of like the finances, you know, like, yes, it's going to be money. Yes. It's have your business. And number two, so getting out of that comfort zone also allows you to brand yourself and to market yourself because at the end of the day, it really is you, you know, you are your brand. And so Invest in your products, invest in your business. It's vital. If you want it to grow, if you want that return of investment, you really do have to pay to play. Oh, I love that. I think we're going to end on that note, January. 
And I just want to say my apologies again for all the technology disruptions, you know, tech happens. <laughs> so thank you for everybody who has stuck out with us, stuck with us, listened, despite all of the crazy things that can often happen when you are running a business. You just keep going with the flow, keep back at it. We persevered, we got this recording done and you'll catch the first nine on our Facebook page <laughs> live. And this will be up uh, on Sunday. You can listen to this uh, on all of our platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, you can also catch us on YouTube, Sexy Freedom Media. Please subscribe, please share and uh, find us on TikTok. Also, we've got a little snapshot uh, playlist on there, or I'm sorry, podcast clip on there as well. Also go get my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. It is available on Amazon and Audible. January, where can they find you? You can find me at JanuaryLiddell.com. You can find me on, oh, at VIP Finance Builders, <laughs> both on Facebook and on Instagram. You can Google my name, January Liddell, or find me on LinkedIn. So several ways to get a hold of me. Uh, what I do is I create tax-free retirement accounts and I assist with your retirement um, and your plans for retirement. So I'm looking forward to helping you. Please find me on those platforms. Thank you. How can we find you again? Yes, find me on Hell of a Journey or Sexy Freedom Media on anything. Like January said, you can Google my name and I'll definitely come up. Uh, we have a Wyoming retreat for all the Wyoming women here in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, we have it April. It's a non-overnight retreat. So if you're somebody who has kids, pets, plants, families, or you know you can't go all out, go exclusive anywhere, and you're looking for a retreat to get away, we have a awesome retreat coming up called a uh, women's sexy wild and freedom retreat. So check out the link and you'll find that event on our Facebook page, sexy freedom media. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week and reach out to us anytime. Bye. Want to hear more? Duh. Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.